Hello, everybody. I'm Flood the Drummer. Thanks for being tuned into the Drumming for Justice podcast. It's Tuesday, May 16th, and this is the AM News Aggregator, where I drum up the top stories you need to know to be informed and engaged. The Trump administration will try to convince a U.S. appeals court Tuesday that it was justified in ending an Obama-era immigration policy that shielded hundreds of thousands of young immigrants from deportation. The Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals will be the first federal appeals court to hear arguments about President Donald Trump's decision to phase out the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program. DACA has protected some 700,000 people who were brought to the U.S. illegally as children or came with families that overstayed visas. Uber's ride-hailing service will give U.S. passengers and drivers more leeway to pursue claims of sexual misconduct, its latest attempt to shed its reputation for brushing aside bad behavior. The shift announced Tuesday will allow riders and drivers to file allegations of rape, sexual assault, and harassment in courts and mediation, rather than being locked into an arbitration hearing, the Associated Press reports. The San Francisco company is also scrapping a policy requiring all settlements of sexual misconduct to be kept confidential giving victims the choice of whether they want to make their allegations public. A senior U.S. Department of Education official hired straight out of the for-profit college sector helped dismantle regulations designed to protect students defrauded by for-profit colleges into taking out five-figure loans on promises that they would get good jobs, a move that could benefit his former employers, according to emails obtained exclusively by ABC News. Education Department Advisor Robert Ethel, hired by the Trump administration last February after four years in the for-profit college industry, played a role in suspending an Obama-era policy known as borrower defense to repayment. The rule made it easier for students enticed into taking out five-figure loans on promises that they would get good jobs to file for debt relief. It also allowed the government to recoup the losses from the schools. Hundreds of people took to the streets in cities across the country on Monday as part of a new movement seeking to challenge racism and poverty in America. The Reverend William Barber II and the Reverend Liz Theo Harris, the two religious leaders spearheading the Poor People's Campaign, a national call for moral revival, led dozens of demonstrators at a rally in March in front of the Capitol in Washington, D.C. on Monday afternoon. Similar rallies were coordinated and held in front of state houses over 30 states across the country, according to organizers from Tennessee to Massachusetts to California. A Russian firm with ties to an ally of President Vladimir Putin is challenging the legal basis of special counsel Robert Mueller's charge that the company funded Moscow's effort to disrupt the 2016 U.S. presidential election. Lawyers for Concord Management and Consulting, a St. Petersburg-based business said to be controlled by a Russian oligarch known as Putin's chef, are accusing Mueller of inventing a make-believe crime in order to achieve a political goal of prosecuting someone for interfering in the U.S. presidential race. IBM has partnered with an environmental tech startup to turn carbon credits, tradable instruments aimed at reducing greenhouse gas emissions, into digital tokens, CNBC reports. The tech giant announced on Tuesday that it is working with Veridum Labs, a firm that creates environment-related, excuse me, environment-related cryptocurrencies, to make it easier to trade carbon credits using blockchain technology. Blockchain, also known as distributed ledger technology, is most popularly known as the tech that underpins cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. It enables participants to res- register transactions across a vast network of computers. 
U.S. Marines were deployed to beef up security at U.S. embassies across the Middle East on Monday in the wake of the Trump administration's inauguration of a new U.S. embassy in Jerusalem. Marines trained specifically to protect embassies were sent to U.S. diplomatic facilities and countries like Jordan, Lebanon, and Egypt to protect the buildings from any retaliation following the U.S. decisions to move its embassy in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. President Donald Trump officially recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel in December and announced his intentions to move the embassy. The move angered many across the Middle East who believe that half of Jerusalem should be the future capital of a Palestine state if a two-state solution is negotiated between Israel, Israel and the Palestines. Excuse me. And finally, Detroit police officers didn't shoot or kill anyone in 2016, Vice News reported on Monday. The report shows that they fired their guns just 14 times that year, a significant drop in shootings for the nation's 13th largest local police department and a big turnaround from a decade ago when Detroit cops routinely shot at dozens of people a year. The department recently emerged from years of federal oversight and implemented many reforms and the declining number of police shootings could be seen as a success story. Other major city police departments shot on average 11 people in 2016, a Vice News analysis found. That is the AM News Aggregator, the stories you need to know to be informed and engaged. The AM News Aggregator is presented by TechBook Online, a digital first publisher of original content for you iPhone and iPad users, add TechBook Online to your Apple News Reader and follow TechBook Online on Facebook and Twitter at TheRealTBO8. To hear the AM News Aggregator every morning, subscribe to the Drumming for Justice podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Pocket Cast, Anchor, and wherever else podcasts are available. Until next time, I'm Flood the Drummer, and I'm Drumming for Justice. 